Okay, Steph, be careful. It's really slippery. Shit. Christina, I hurt myself. And it smells like my fish tank that I forgot that I had in middle school. Oh, wait, you had a fish? Yeah. It was under a photo of me and banned. You might have seen it. Um, girl, why are we here again? Well, I don't know if you heard the legend, but the story goes that in 1935, a few teens came across an alligator in this very storm drain, where the teens caught it, and when it snapped at them, they killed it with their shovels. Okay, but why did you bring me here then? That happened in 1935, you said? Turn on your flashlight. <sighs> Bitch, we got phones, the fuck? Anyways, the locals swear they have seen the alligator return. One drunk townie swears it's a gator ghost. A fucking gator ghost? Wait, did you hear that? Hear what? That. Oh, let me see. What what are those shiny things? Ah! Let's get started in here. <laughs> and run and run. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> I'm just like when you said let's get it started, I just thought of that song. I was thinking about that um Is from that Black it, oh, What's that Black one song? Piece. Oh the Black Eyed Peas? Yeah. I was thinking about that What was that shitty song? Let's get it started. Let's get Is that it? Let's get it started in hot. Let's get it started. Oh. oh. No, you don't remember it? No. It was like I, I just remember from White Chicks. When they're walking into the white party. I honestly, I've seen that movie a thousand fucking times. I do not remember the music soundtrack. I do. The only time is when they did the dance off. Because <laughs> I maybe played that scene a bit too much. Because you were trying to mimic the dances? Yeah. I got everywhere. <laughs> not the fucking <laughs> arm things that the bitch did. What was that? Like square arm I dancing? Know. I don't know. It was stupid looking. I know. But, but you did it. I did it because I was like, I'm going to learn how to dance. That is not the movie you want to learn to dance. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those TikToks of those people reenacting from like, yes. bring, bring, bring mm -hmm. it and like bring it on or step up or stupid shit. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, it looks so cool in the scene, but you reenact it and you look so stupid. Yeah, where they're like doing this. Or they like do like a quick grind up. Like, yeah. And then they're like, mm -mm. <laughs> It's we need a so video bad. so they can, like, see what we're doing, because we're fucking stupid right now. <laughs> we're going to be like, wow, they can't dance. <laughs> we, know, uh, we know. We know, we know. And guess what? If y'all haven't realized yet, you're on our podcast, Deeper Into the Oh, dark. yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> Let's okay. just keep going. Well, how have you been, Christina? <laughs> Um, brushing up on my dance news. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to win that All-State Championship or All whatever right. they call it. We've worked too hard, guys. Bring it. All or nothing. <laughs> it's literally This is the yeah. moment. All or nothing. Were... That's what it's called. No, oh, bring it. Bring it. And then I think one of the, there's like different. Oh, like sequels? Yeah. And I think one of it was all or nothing. I don't know. 
I didn't really watch All this. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm kind of scared. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> Not the head roll. It's snapping head roll. Snapping head roll. Not the chest bump or whatever. Anyways. I've been fine. I just got back from Dallas, you know, with my new job. I had training in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I did um four days over there. Um, The first two nights, the first night I saw a movie at their, like, movie eatery, because it's different from movie eatery here. Why are you giving me scared eyes? Okay, I'm not trying to freak you out, but I just felt like the coldest breeze hit my legs from behind me. I feel it again. Well, it's cold behind my back, so maybe it's traveling in here. From backwards? Like, I felt it hit my legs from this way come up. Maybe you have a hot back. (laughs) Maybe. I'm just so hot. Or a ghost is trying to get in there. Watch it just be like the cat ghost that I have that's just like trying to cuddle. Yeah. Just rubbing up on me like, hello. (laughs) Anyways, you're saying? So, um, the first night I saw that I always say Shamwow. Shazam. <laughs> Shamwow. <laughs> Every time I talk about that movie, I say Shamwow. I do the same thing with that uh, music uh, where you tap on the Shazam button to see what the song is. And I'm like, hold on, let me get my Shamwow out. <laughs> I'm just picturing that fucking guy's face. Yeah. wow. And then the whole... Pick it up. Bring it out. Chunk it out. Or like, mm-hmm. what is it? Um, After the whole wow thing was happening, he actually got arrested for like abuse with his girlfriend. Yeah. That's crazy. And he looks more mental in a police photo than like I mean, he, he does a camera. <laughs> I mean, he already looks sketchy as fuck. So I, I, I did that... Um, you know, stuff is comp there. I actually still need to put my receipts in so I can get paid back for that stuff. But I did that the first night. And then the second night, they are having some, like, open mic night. Um, comedy, uh, some comedy called Improv there. Um, it was god-awful terrible. <laughs> um, I was the only white person there, so I got picked on a lot. But I held my own whenever they were making comments. Um, comments. And then um, one of them that was just so funny was because they were picking on me a lot. And one was like... Who here has been to the ghetto? And then he turns and looks at me. Or no, who here hasn't been at the ghetto? And he, like, been in the in the ghetto in the streets. Raise your hand. Yeah. No, like, who hasn't? Raise your hand. And then he looked at me. And I didn't raise my hand because I was in the foster home. And I was with a lot of, like, lower class families. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I've been in the, like, quote, hood. I've had gunshots going off at night. Like, I've been ghetto. Mm-hmm. But... This black couple in front of me, they raised their hand, and then they said the N-word. They're like, put your hand down. Why you have your hand up? I want that white girl to put her hand up. And I was like, baby, I'm I'm part of the system. I've, I've been in lots of homes. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, you're more black than you do. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, Lord, y'all stop picking on me. Um, but I, like, stayed to be, like, nice and supportive because, obviously, these are people who are, like, you know, honing their craft when you know we're doing this and mm-hmm. trying to hone our craft so i was just being like supportive or whatever and then it was really cute this like little i don't know what she was 12 13 year old came on stage like towards the beginning and um she 
was um, going to do The Little Mermaid at her school and she wanted to get her nerves out. So her parents brought her there and she performed Part of Your World. Um, she was terrible, but we all like supported her and like gave her the biggest clap at the end. We're like, girl, you're going to crush it. You're, you're little Ariel. You know, we were just being all nice. And as soon as she left, the guy was like, okay, we can cuss again. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's bring on the next motherfucker. I was just like, oh God. Um, but it was fine. It was fucking long. It was four hours. Okay. I would have left halfway through that. Probably even halfway through the beginning. I know I didn't have anything else to do or go. Bitch, nap time. <laughs> But I was just like, you but know, you're if an I explorer. Now, that's what. Not only that, but I was afraid if I leave now, they're gonna really hackle me. <laughs> For how long? Five seconds? Did you leave? <laughs> that's <what> I leave. <laughs> but um, I will say at the end, um, one of the host guys he came up to me, um, right before I left, and he like gave me like a little fist pump, and he goes, "Thank you so much for like staying," because I know people were walking out and were not the greatest, and he could have just like walked out. And I was like, "Oh no, support, man! You know, you're coming out here doing your thing." Here's my card for Deeper Into the Dark. Yeah, check out my podcast. I mean, check out my website, deeperintothedark.com. Um, check out... I'm not going to open mic on this because I don't have a story to tell yet. But I can actually pull it up on Spotify and play it on the microphone. Yeah. But, like, um, when I was telling the place I was training at, and I was telling my trainer and all that, like, because they're the ones who suggested it and I went, they're like, oh, man, we really wanted you to get up there and sing. And I was like, what? I was like, I took open mic night as just, like, comedies. And they're like, oh, no, you can sing, too. And I was like, oh, hell no, because I was telling them, that, like, I like to sing and all that. Um, I'm just, like, the, not the greatest in front of people. And they're like, oh, you should go here. But they, I thought they meant it as you should go check out the show, not you should go there and perform. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I did not. Okay. I did not perform. I'm gonna throw you on the spot, but to our listeners, just so you know, Christina actually auditioned for American Idol. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was back in twenty ten. And she auditioned for it. And I got I got kind of a compliment. So at first I was doing Sugarland and they're like, get get away from the country. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're not country. So then I played Kobe Kobe Colote or I don't know how to say her name right, but realized. And um so okay. I sang that song. And they're like, you're really good, you're just really nervous. What you should do is for the rest of this year, focus on singing in front of people and getting rid of your stage fright and then come back and audition and you, get, you can go through. But right now we want you to get rid of that stage fright because you're going to go straight to stage and you're really like shaking and you're nervous. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And I went and I told my grandma everything and I was like, let's go. And she was like, okay, so you're going to practice and come back. I was like, oh, hell nah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm good. scared. <laughs> I was like, that was too much. Girl. And she's like, they told you to come back and do it, and you would make it, and I'll if you worked on it. And I was like, no, because that means I have to go and perform in front of people. And that's a lot for me right now. And yeah, I'm a teenager, and I just want to listen to my Evanescence in my room yeah, now. I'm just, I'm barely turning eighteen. Leave me alone, mom. Yeah. So, anyways, thanks for throwing that out. You're welcome. Bring me down to memory lane here. Um, um, I'm just letting our <laughs> listeners know about our our host of the show. <laughs> and if you guys want to know, I auditioned, but it was for couch sex tips. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're so funny. No, he did perform for OnlyFans. You get rejected. <laughs> yeah. They kidding. were like, sorry. <laughs> were like, you, you don't have any fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. You can't post your content here. You have no fans. <laughs> <laughs> you won't gain any fans. I'm just kidding. You would actually do very well on OnlyFans. Oh my gosh. I mean, I probably could too, because there's like 
a market out there for bigger girls with big boobs. I don't know. I saw you. I've seen your nudes before, and they're very, <laughs> oh very, very attractive. I you give that. You, you that. give that ooh woo face. <laughs> I'm just saying, girl, you got it. I know. I get told I give the um innocent like girl face and i can also give the fuck me hard face <laughs> and i'm like okay thanks <laughs> because it's all in the eyes god <laughs> <It's> damn like... <laughs> who said that exes <laughs> damn fuck me anyways, hard fuck me hard daddy anyways dallas <laughs> anyways so dallas was like fun um met some people i don't want to get into it um uh but it was really nice and then I came back and just did this podcast stuff. And then I actually, you know, yesterday I celebrated Easter with my family. And I've been wanting to tell you this, but I wanted to wait for the podcast. But I think I kind of told you. But um, my grandpa, he um, asked me, hey, how's the radio station going? <laughs> like, what? I wish we owned our own radio I know, station. Right? Fuck yes. We got money. And I was like, oh, you need my podcast. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm recording tomorrow. I was like, we actually just got done talking about, and I told him about mine, and he was like, I don't know what that is, and I was like, well, maybe you might know about this, and I was like, um, Stefan covered the yogurt shop um, murders, and he goes, oh my god, yes, I remember everything I was doing that day, I remember <laughs> I remember their names, and he starts going like, Jennifer, Sarah, Eliza, and he just started like naming everybody, and I'm like, damn. He's like, well, I guess you don't have to listen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you should have came on and told the story, but mm-hmm. I mean, my grandpa, he you know, has like a little bit of strokes and stuff. So yeah, he doesn't, nobody can really understand him when he talks. I have to focus sometimes because there's some times where I'm just like, bitch, I didn't hear anything you just said, but I'm going to nod my head. head yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, well then he goes and tells me like, Hey, well, he goes, um, have you, did you ever hear about this? And he tells me about a murder that happened at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I told Stefan about that and I'm going to save it for next podcast. So I really have to look it up because, um, I know nothing about it, and nobody's covered it before. So. Yeah, I've, I've, I do binge a few um, other podcasts, and I've never heard anyone cover this story. Yeah. So this would be really cool for Christina to cover an original story that other podcasters haven't. Who knows? You might start a trend, and other people will start recovering it. Yeah. Well, not only that, but um, then it kind of would like kickstart maybe that we look more into things that aren't well-known. Exactly, because, so guys, hot. we are trying. It may seem like we're just pulling from other, like, other shows or well, podcasts. Well, half the time, I don't even know someone else covered it, because you tell me, like, oh, they covered that on um, Wine and Crime, and I'm like, bitch, I've heard, like, two episodes of them. I don't mm-hmm. know. And so, <laughs> it's, but also, it's so hard to get such original content when people are also are looking for stuff, so it's just really cool that you have a story that you can, like in on and possibly cover well and my grandpa says that he knew this murderer i'm not even putting that in you just be okay start it right now your grandpa knows something special my grandpa knows something about this case and y'all hear all about it Ooh. i would have him come on and talk but you won't understand look at what he's saying but anyways barely understand me <laughs> With your country twang. My country twang. But yeah, that was pretty much it. And then I couldn't wait to come here and talk to you about it. Oh, that's so awesome. (laughs) How was your um, weekend without Greg? It was um, 
boring. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we do shit together, like we're doing exciting things, but like, I don't know, it just felt hollower here. Yeah. If that makes sense, like it felt less space was taken up. Not yeah, that I'm saying. It kind of Friday when I picked you up from work, I was just like, it's weird him not being here. Exactly. <laughs> but um, other than that, it's just been pretty chill. Um, just catching up on cleaning, washing clothes, and doing the whole Shabbat Shablam. Um, not much else. Um, we did get a soundboard in for the podcast that we're going to be oh testing God, out pretty yeah. soon. We were playing Friday. with it Friday night. <laughs> you should have heard for our Patreon. We already recorded an episode yeah, of just monotonous. Some... You guys. So, yeah, we're just like going through stories of our lives, and you will not hear that unless you are Patreon. Mm-hmm. And then you can hear that. Yeah, we're going to. Some of it's raunchy, some of it's like deep into our lives. Yeah. It's. Um... And things that happen. It's good <laughs> content. It's going to be. um. Definitely for Patreon listeners, because I doubt just a regular is just going to want to listen to that. So. Yeah. Um, and it has nothing to do about true crime. Or paranormal. <laughs> it's I, literally I us. It's just our, like, bullshit lives. But, yeah, um, this is what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it should be interesting. I hope you guys enjoy it if you do want to. We're going to try... I'm thinking we should record a few more episodes just to upload a few or something. Yeah. But um, we'll see where that goes. We'll set up the Patreon... I don't know, later on after we get the YouTube set up, because still, I still got to do that personally. But, um, yeah, it should be fun. Got that little soundboard in. We're going to we're gonna have to be using different mics than the one we're using currently or have been using. So we'll see how that sounds. If there's any problems, we'll hear it, obviously, when we're editing. And, but it um, should be interesting to see how that goes. But I'm excited for the future with the soundboard Me and too. other stuff. Since we'll have two mics to use yeah, instead of sharing share. one. Like, you could, like, pull your mic in. sometimes you hear Stefan really loud and me really low. Then you'll hear me really loud and him really low because of where the mic's placed. Right now, I feel like we have a good balance, but we won't really know until we edit. And no one wants to re-record a whole freaking hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, just because one person sounds a little off. So we're just like, pray to the gods and goddesses, bye. Yeah, that things work out. Um, it'd be really cool to have that set up. And also, we're going to have headphones in there, too, so we can hear how we sound. So if we need to pitch it down just a little or pitch it up and tweak the highs and lows. So um, it'd be really cool. And also, it comes with little effects of, like, echoes and oh little... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there is a baby voice, and I just love cussing in baby voice because who doesn't want to hear a baby cuss? It's so funny. <laughs> um, I couldn't get Christina... When I put the echo on, she could not stop singing just to hear the, <laughs> the echo from the background. Yeah. <laughs> she kept singing... Uh, what was that? That Mariah Carey song. <laughs> um, what did I sing? I forgot already. I can't remember. Something about you, like na 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 na. Okay, right when you were singing that na na na, I just thought of ba da ba ba ba. I'm, I'm loving it. it. <laughs> McDonald's supports. <laughs> Please, we need more food. <laughs> At least a sweet tea. Ate you for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we ate your ass, McDonald's. We ate your ass, McDonald's. Oh, I ate your chickens. Yeah, we eat your McCheeks. Your McCheeks. I'm gonna slap it with that mayonnaise and that secret sauce. What? What are we burgers? Basically, yeah, that's about it for me though. Just been doing that, and I'm excited for the soundboard and seeing where things go. Mm. I know I'm excited. 
Well, um, I wanted to look up like Easter stuff for today for like fun facts. Oh yeah, it's Easter today for us guys that are yeah. when we're recording on Sunday. Um, but you know, the only thing I kept finding was just that you know Jesus is risen in Christianity. That's what this day is. He rose from the grave. So and... I was like, and I want to go into Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided I'm going to ask a question. Oh, okay. So would you rather? No. Would you rather eat a chocolate bunny or the bunny peeps? Oh, chocolate bunny. I Peeps are the devil's asshole. Laura loves those fucking peeps. She was eating them the other day, and she goes, eat one. I was hungry, so I was like, oh, I guess. And then I ate it, and then I was still hungry, and I was like, I guess I'll eat another one. I am not a marshmallow person. She is. Her- Don't. No, 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 no. I love marshmallows. I hate that sugar shit. When I hear that crunch, crunch between my teeth and I feel it shake my teeth. Yeah, like I'll eat a marshmallow, like a s'more or something, you know? Um, I like them warm. Um, I don't know. Maybe I have like trauma also because I have, okay, not to TMI, but like I have a broken rotted tooth or like two. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like I ate like a donut that was called the Homer from Voodoo Donuts in Austin and like one of those sugar pearls. I bit down to it and it finished. Yes, they hurt. And it snapped my tooth in half and like I think I swallowed that half a tooth because I didn't realize it. And then I was like, wait, why does my tooth feel so sharper? Sharper. I can't say my sh. (laughs) I got a short ting. Um, but uh, well, not when it comes to the right moment. But um, uh, 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 period. <laughs> Anytime you have a chance, you try. You're gonna I'm get gonna copyrighted by fucking Megan. Megan's gonna be like, "Bitch, you owe me money." <laughs> Don't come for me, bitch. <laughs> Anyways, <Period>. uh, <laughs> support a hoe. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I can't handle that sugar. Anyways, you're saying something about s'mores. Oh, like, I love, like, I like, I will literally burn a marshmallow on a stick, and I'll eat that shit straight up. I'll roast that bitch. But, like, that sugary peep, I'm like. I can't even stand, like, you know how they do, like, that frosted sugar look on top of muffins and stuff like that? If I see that on a muffin, I'm good. I'd rather have. Sugar frosted. You know how they have them at, like, like retail, not retail stores, grocery stores, like, those little pre-made muffins? And like a blueberry muffin or like a sugar muffin or like a plain oh, muffin and they have sugar? that sugar on top and you can see the big beads of sugar. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't do it. I'm like, no. I'll do no. a blueberry muffin, but it can't really have that like, sugar it can have like a few little sprinkle things so I could just go like this. Do, 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 do. Just <laughs> flick them off. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's do, how you do, flick do, off. Do, do. I can't do it. Do, do, it's do, do, just, a cr- <laughs> just a crunch and hearing it while I, like, I'm like, I want one or the other of the texture. Like, if I want something crunchy, like a Butterfinger, it better all be crunchy. Which is what you're going to get. But if I get, like, smooth and then crunchy, it's just like, I can't do it. What about sea salt? Like, on chocolate? No, I can't. It has to be in it for me not to really see it. If I get, like, one, maybe. If I get several, then I'm like, it gives me, like, the weird, like, cringy feeling of my face wants to have a stroke. I don't know. It's just weird. You like stroke face? Aw, good I for do. you. Oh, yeah. I love it. Give me a stroke, daughter. Daddy, give me a stroke. <laughs> oh, I just need one half of me to work. God damn. <laughs> just make that left lip feel good. <laughs> no. Good day, oh, sir. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. My bad, guys. I'm sorry. I apologize if that ruined your night. Um. Anyways, I wanted to ask that because it's like the biggest thing, you know. Oh, yeah. So, chocolate bunny. Yeah, I used to, 
Um, okay, when you've eaten a chocolate bunny in the past, do you go ears down or butt up? Ears down. Me too. I've never gone ass up. Never, I, I never started with the bunny. Now I want to eat the ass. I want to try <laughs> I mean, just to change it up. I do love love eating a good ass. But yeah, we should put that on like um, a question. Like a poll or something episode, or something yeah. like that. What do you prefer? The bunny or the peep? Or the top or the bottom? <laughs> the head or the ass? <laughs> The ears of the ass. If you eat a chocolate bunny, do you go ears down or ass up? <laughs> and if you eat a peep, you should jump in a off a bridge. <laughs> eat a peep. Well, usually people just shove that whole thing in their mouth, but otherwise, they usually eat the head. I think first because they grab the butt part. I don't know. Peeps are. When I had it, when Laura gave it to me, I just shoved it all in my mouth. I just want to get it over with. Okay, this is how I feel about peeps. Even when I was younger, like five years old, and my parents had peeps in the cart, I always thought those were for poor people. And we were poor. <laughs> I was like, only poor people eat those. And I was like, wait, we are poor. Damn, how low have we gotten? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me the chocolate bunny. Exactly. You know, my grandma used to get peeps instead of chocolate bunny. Because she's like, you eat too much chocolate. And I was like, I'm not eating that. And she goes, I know. Oh, my God. Peeps are worse. They're nothing but pure sugar. I know. Like, it's fluffed sugar. sugar. Fluffed sugar. At least chocolate has cocoa in it. (laughs) Cocoa's inside chocolate, at least. Not that it's a big amount, but it's more than a little takes away from the sugar. Whatever. Any hooters. Anywho, I guess we should get started. Um, yes. So. I guess Christina's going to go first since I went first last week. Yes. I get sloppy seconds. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> It'll last longer. <laughs> so this is episode 15, guys. We didn't even state that either. We just like fucking Yeah, we did. Did we? I don't know. Oh, no. We did it for Snapchat and TikTok. Oh, Check yeah. out our social medias, bitches. Yeah. We got our um, coochie dances on before this episode. I know. I look like an old man playing with a tablet on one of them. I was like, what is this? How do I work this? Uh, what is this asking me? Why <laughs> <laughs> do you do that so well? I, I was copying this guy that, or this, um, I'm sorry, not guy. This um, trans person from TikTok. Because they were like, you sound like this guy from, I forgot what the show was, but he's like, and you know what it is? My man. That's what he oh, says. Oh, oh, um. And he's like boob slap his face. Oh my gosh. What is that show called? It's a bluebird and a squirrel. Yes, that show. And then there's um, like that what? bully what dude, the green. He's I don't know. I've never watched. Oh my it. god, it's gonna kill me. <laughs> it's like literally right there. And that's how that guy sounds. And they did it. And then I tried it. And I was like, oh my god. And I did it for a week. And I couldn't speak for two days because Greg was like, see, that's what you fucking get. Oh, my God. And I was like, babe, I was like, babe, don't make fun of me. It actually hurts. But you know what else? He's like, what? I'm like, you it is. <laughs> my man. You know who he is. Okay, so that's Mordecai. Advent- that's the only thing I remember. It's not Adventure Time. <sighs> I wonder if I could Google it or, like, YouTube it. The regular show. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's called Regular Show. I just threw out my old couch. It weighed about 300 pounds and smelled like a pile of butts. You know who else smells like the butts? My mom! Anyways, back to the show. <laughs> back to our radio station. <laughs> <laughs> As your grandpa says. Back to our radio station, deeper into the dark, D-I-T-D. D-I-T-D-D. D-I-T-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D
DITD. Oh, yeah. He was making fun of me earlier because I can't do the share sound. She says, I can't do the share growl. I'm like, growl. And she's like, the thing where she goes, do you believe love and belief? I'm like, it's like Elvis, but a little more feminine. <laughs> no. Do you believe love and belief? Yeah. Okay, now she's going to sue us for that. <laughs> Dude, she don't need it. She'll need the money. She's Bitch fine. is rich as fuck, and she's been here since before Jesus was even thought of. I think she gave birth to Jesus. Girl, she delivered Jesus just because it was part of her concert. Oh, my gosh. In that manger. Oh, my gosh. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> she had a concert, and Jesus was born, and she's like, oh, I can deliver it, and she just yanked that fucker out. <laughs> and she's like, goodbye. Goodbye, sparrow. Um, so for my episode, my story today, uh-huh. um, I, <laughs> what was that? Uh-huh. <laughs> for your episode today. Yes. Um, I got it from, um, YouTube. It was an episode of 48 hour mysteries, 48 hours, something like that. 48 hour mysteries, 48 hours, just 48 hours. Stop thinking you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, you're not a virgin when it comes to your fingers. Not anymore. Not anymore. Either. Either. You my mom. Me. Um, why is your phone not on silent? It's a tablet. Oh. Why is the tablet not on silent? <laughs> you're ruining my story. Huh? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> How? Okay. Continue. So, 48 hours. I don't know why I keep wanting to put mysteries at the end. 48 hours. It sounds better with mysteries looking. The SVU sound. Okay. So, in Savona, New York. Savona. Yeah, I never even heard of it, but it's like um, 400-ish miles from Queens. I was about to correct you. I was about to be like, Savannah, Georgia, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. No, I even put it, like, spelled out so I made sure that I said it right. <laughs> the pronunciation in parentheses. Savona. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so New York. Savona. Savona. New York. August 2nd, 1993. Yes, I'm back to 1993. My last story, the Memphis 3 was 1993. What month? Um, March? Around the same time. But totally different places. Mm, Memphis, New York. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so August 2nd, 1993. A four-year-old boy named Derek Joseph Roby lost his life. Yes. Trigger warning. It's another child death. Thanks, Christina. We just love these. <laughs> I know. They make us feel so good know, about I our kids. I know. I told that I'll take a break after this. <laughs> it's just I love kid murders. <laughs> God damn, bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's just um, I find it more interesting the because... It's There's something own... about, especially with my story, and y'all are y'all are here later. But something it's... about kids than it's adults so 
dark that a kid's yeah. getting murdered. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's fucked up that adults get murdered, but it's like a kid, an innocent kid that's doing nothing is getting murdered. Yeah. yeah. It's like somewhat sadder because they didn't really get to live their life. You're all about that drama. Yeah. Beat it. Anyways. So enough of my <laughs> weird ass. Um, so yeah, so Derek Roby lost his life. Poor baby. He was lured into a woods or lured. Can't say it right. Lord. Lured. There you go. <laughs> into we the listen woods. to Lord here. <laughs> Royal, or like Randy from South Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot with you. All right, so he was Lord. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. Okay, into the woods near his home. Where he was strangled and beaten to death with rocks. Oh wow, that just brought down. I don't the know mood. why. That just brought down the mood. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god, stop laughing. All right, so anyway, so strangled, beaten with rocks. Damn. That morning, Derek's mom, Doreen, had her hands full with his baby brother and told his mom he could go to the game on his own because there were other kids walking down the street. Derek knew the way. And it was only a block down the street where there was a dead end, so he didn't have to cross any streets. So, yes, I know he was four years old, but it showed home videos. This boy was really smart. And, like, even his townspeople were like, he's going to be the next mayor because he was he knew everybody who was talking to them. He was only four and a half years old. But he knew where he needed to go. And he knew because they were going to some softball game that he always played. And his dad was a coach, so his dad was going to be down there already. Sorry. Um... So, Doreen said okay and packed him a lunch, gave him a kiss, and said I love you. And he replied, I love you too, mommy. And he left the house. I know. She was crying when she said that. That's so so crushing. I know. This was the first time she ever let him do anything alone. Storm clouds rolled up and Doreen said that she had a terrible feeling something was wrong. To this day, she swears she believes that that was the moment he died. Because it literally went from a sunny day to gray clouds, rain, thunderstorm, and then it ended. And she swears to the day that's when he was being beaten and killed. And I was like, dang. Um, Because she made a comment saying, you know, he would, he loves his parents so much that he would have in some way, shape, or form let them know that something was wrong or let them know that he's not no longer here or whatever. And she thinks she's kind of a spiritual person. Yeah, she believes in Christianity, but she also believes in afterlife and all that she should believe that was a message from him and i was like dang that's deep um doreen drove to pick him up at the game but she was told he never arrived five hours later searchers found Derek's body in a small patch of woods a few yards away from the park everyone in the town was looking at an adult until a 14 year old freckled faced redhead walked up to the police station four days after the murder offering to help officers solve the crime. His name is Eric Smith, and he went on to tell officers that he saw Derek wearing a white shirt with a lunch bag bag that day. He also tells them he saw him going near a patch of woods. This placed Eric near the scene of the crime, and investigators thought Eric knew something 
the time, they didn't know that the killer was sitting right in front of them. Five days after he was murdered, Derek Roby was buried in his softball uniform. Two days after Derek's funeral, Eric confessed to the murder. Of course, investigators and even the community wanted to understand why this 13, almost 14-year-old boy murdered this four-year-old child. They found that Eric had a history of being bullied because of the way he looked with his bright red hair and freckles everywhere on his body. When walking through um, the attack, uh, investigators knew that it was more than just killing someone, like the way that the scene looked. Eric, so at this time when Eric, you know, has confessed, they're looking through what happened and they're talking about how everything happened. So they say Eric lured Derek into the woods where he began to strangle him. Eric then proceeds to dig up a couple of big rocks and he beats him with them. The first blow was a big rock to the head. And we think that's when he um, hopefully passed away. Because he continued doing it for a while. And he continues to do other stuff. So he proceeds to hit him with a rock. And then Eric goes into Derek's lunch bag. Where he smashes a banana that he had in there. He takes and eats the sandwich. And then he takes the red Kool-Aid bottle. And he pours it into Derek's open wounds. He then finds a small stick where he sodomized Derek. And for viewers who don't know what sodomized is, it's anal intercourse. Eric then rearranged his body and his crime scene. He took Derek's, Derek's sneakers and placed them next to his hands. And he goes on moving his body around, which shows that he enjoyed what he did. That's what the investigators took it as. He's enjoying every minute of this. When he was at the police station being questioned, like when he went to uh, offer assistance to the case, like before he uh, confessed, mm -hmm. he was asked, um, he asked to take a break and Eric's grandfather gave him red Kool-Aid. Eric dramatically threw that red Kool-Aid across the room. Investigators thought that maybe Eric saw something and blocked it out because of the red Kool-Aid that was found on the, at the scene of the crime. So they think that maybe he just witnessed him being murdered and just like blocked it out and they're trying to unlock it. Um, so investigators asked Eric to get on his bike and show them where he last saw Derek and like explain everything. And this is before he um, said, I did it. Mm -hmm. So while he was doing this to investigators, Eric looked like he was enjoying himself. He, there was discrepancy, however, because there was no way Eric could have seen all that he described from his angle that he told the police that he saw Derek. Eric's family knew that Eric saw something and begged for him to be honest, um, now back when he was at home that night. But they were shocked to hear the truth. That's when Eric said, and I quote, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. I killed the little boy. His own grandfather asked Eric why, why he did it, and he responded, quote, I don't know why, I just saw this blonde kid and I wanted to hurt him. Those were his responses. The New York, um, in New York, murder is the one crime a 13-year-old or older child can be tr tried as an adult. 
So okay. during his trial, he was subject to tests, psych evaluations, and one psychologist found that Eric was uh, diagnosed with intermittent explosive disorder with uncontrollable rage. That it started when he was a toddler with his outbursts and tantrums. That he would scream and bang his head on the floor. He had speech problems and he was held back in school. So besides the way he looked, that was also a reason for him to be bullied. They found no chemical or hormonal reasons for this behavior. But with the sexual aspect during the account, they also looked at sexual abuse. But it was always denied every time they brought it up. However, Eric's older sister did come out and say that she was sexually assaulted by their stepfather. And the sister thinks something happened to him or bothered him as well. So she, the sister, and she looked, she was about 18, 17, 18. Mm -hmm. She thinks that he may have not been sexually abused, but maybe like touched or maybe he saw the stepdad do something to her and he was like reenacting it. So she was like telling the officers to still look into that because mm -hmm. she had um, came out about it with a trial and stuff because they kept bringing it up. And mm -hmm. then she was like, well, if they're going to talk about it already, let me just come forward and tell them what happened to me. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I didn't put it here, but the stepfather... He did say that he did sexually assault the daughter, um, but he did not touch Eric. So he did end up having being, being committed for that. But he I had wonder... his own separate trial with that. Okay, keep going. I didn't, I don't, I'll talk about it after. Um, so, however, there was no evidence that the stepfather or anyone had ever sexually abused Eric. And Eric was sentenced to nine years to life for secondary murder, he was sent to Brookwood Juvenile Detention Center. Eric became eligible for parole in 2002, in which during an interview with Derek's mother, Dorian Roby, she stated she was afraid that the nine years would pass and they would just let him go and it scared her. But the parole board denied him and every two years since, Eric would be up for parole and be denied. Eric's parents, Doreen and Dale Ro Roby, had to go every hearing and had to relive their son's death. So apparently, and I didn't know this until this trial, because I never really like looked into it. Every time that a killer is brought up for parole, um, they look through every aspect of the crime in every trial. And the, especially the victim's family have to be present to give like um, their case on who that person was. But I think it's really messed up because even in the trial, they did not give Doreen, Doreen a chance to describe her son to the um, jury. Um, they kept they kept uh, calling, um, uh, what is that word? Where they were like, um, anytime they tried describing the kid, they're like, uh, subject to whatever. What's that word they use? Um, objection. They kept mm. objecting it, Object, object uh, objecting her describing her son because they said that it would, um, it was from her mouth and it's not from uh, a bystander, so she couldn't describe her own son. Um, but anyways, I didn't know that until now. But that sucked up. Talk about rubbing salt in the wound. Mm -hmm. And the, then put that on top of the mother not letting her speak about her son. Yeah. So I'm imagining the same things happening every time during the parole. 
That's fucked up. But they also take into account everything he says to the parole each time. So any comments, and then they'll ask, we ask questions, they'll ask new questions, and they'll take the response. So the worst and scariest parole hearing that they had was in 2004. This is where experts looked at his responses and they saw the path of a serial killer. They even asked him, if you didn't tell anyone and got away with it, would you do it again? And he answered, yes. And they were asked, they asked him if he's ever tortured animals. He said, yes. They asked him, um, how did he feel when he did certain things? And he said he felt great. Like, so every response that he made at this parole hearing in 2004 was textbook serial killer. How old was he here? So let's see. He was 14 when he, he was did 14 it. when he was tried and he went to jail because he and was he 13 for when nine he did it. years. So 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 23 when he was first brought up two years after that. So 24, 25 now is when he came back as he was on the path to serial killer. Oh, shit. Yeah. Around April 2014 and April 2016. So that parole, 2014, and the next parole, 2016. Psychiatrist Joni Johnson said she believed that Eric was changing. So now that's 10 years later now. So now he's 35. So mm-hmm. when he was 35 and 38 or whatever, 35, 36, 37, 37. So around that time is when she saw a difference from when he was a kid to when he was in his 20s to now he's in his 30s. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> she said she stayed, she's sorry, she did not say. She stated that he started showing compassion for others. Years pass, though the parole board did not budge until October 2021 when his parole was granted. Mm-hmm. So now we went from 1993 to 2001. So he's been in prison for almost 30 years. 28 years. He just needed to be approved housing before release because the town of Savona did not want him moving back and his mom lived there and he was supposed to go live with family with his mom and they said don't you dare bring him here and the parole board agreed so they said um instead you are free but you're going to stay here until you have proper housing so he was technically released October 2021 he was just waiting for release so I don't know if they put him in like um, specialty holding place or what they did with him because he was still technically in the jail. I wonder if they put him in like a correction facility in Maybe, the time being. Or like like a separate little like housing or they put him in like a rehab kind of situation and, until he found proper housing. So he was not technically released out of prison until February 1st, 2002. So it took a few months for him to find a proper place to live. Mm-hmm. And that's the day he walked out of prison and he was uh, incarcerated for almost 28 years. In an interview, Derek's Derek's mother, Doreen, questioned why after all these years did they let him go. She went on stating, I guess that's great for him and his family. And she she cried remembering the day they heard the news and Doreen and Dale hugged on the porch crying. In a way, though, they were relieved not to have to experience another parole hearing and their true healing can begin. In a way, they too were set free. She said, 
the day he was put in prison, we were also put in prison. Because they could not. They have to relive yeah. their poor baby's death. So they said, we hate him for what he's did, where he's done, but... We're ready to let go. Yeah. She said, I'm ready to heal. Um, oh, and it was so cute. Just off subject. Every day on his birth... No. On the day he died, August 2nd, they would go for ice cream. And they would always eat his favorite. It was vanilla. But it was vanilla, but it was vanilla with sprinkles. And he called it vanilla ice cream. So they would eat that every day on to remember him by so no matter what they were doing or where they were at October or August 2nd they would eat vanilla ice cream with sprinkles so I thought we could start doing that in memory of him because he's so cute he's like so fucking cute we can't wait I can't wait to post these pictures he was just like oh breaks my heart that's why I had to do it poor baby um shortly after Eric's release the community of Savona came together to protest protest his release not to state that he shouldn't be released. The goal was to get people to remember Derek Roby. The media was all about Eric and his release, and the community wanted to bring that attention back onto Derek and the true victim of the event mm-hmm. and everything that's happened. Today, the town came together with Eric Smith's grandfather. He was included in there. To bulldoze the scene of the crime and make a new ballpark with a statue made from Doreen's uncle. She, he's the one who made it for her, for the community. Um, and it was founded by people all over the country to remember Derek Roby. The statue reads, dedicated to be a gentle reminder of what childhood is meant to be. Eric says he has plans for his future, stating, I can't wait to get married, start a family, and keep a job, you know, pursue the American dream. That was his quote. He goes on to say he wants to counsel kids that suffer from bullying, just like he did. Eric actually got engaged to a woman that was studying law and wrote to him asking about the juvenile justice system. And over time, they, you know, talked and stuff and they fell in love. To this day, we could not get a hold of Eric for questioning. So we don't really know what's happening on that front end. But um, we do know that the family is starting to heal and everything after um, his Eric's release. So I think it'd be really cool if next time, I didn't even know about the story when I went to visit New York, but it'd be really nice to go and we can see a statue. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, holy, 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 holy cow. Um, with the whole uh, thingy that you were mentioning earlier, um, you're done, right? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, How dare you? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I just want to be sure you didn't have anything else. Um, But when you were mentioning the whole um, sexual thing that the sister was molested or abused, I'm sorry. No, she was sexually assaulted. Assaulted, okay. Yeah, the stepfather. The whole, it kept bringing me back to, uh, uh, what's her name, Norma Bell? Mary Bell. Mary Bell and Norma. How she was... Mm -hmm. And she and how I've said it before, personally between us, that I feel like she was um, reenacting what her mom was doing with her clients, and then her mom would be like, "Go play," and I feel like she was doing, "Okay, well, I'm gonna go play with the boys," and she was like, "Well, let me see how how it feels from uh, my mother's perspective and see if I can do it too," and she would string all these little boys, but then and that could have been what Eric was. Maybe he witnessed it. 
like the strangling and then he just didn't like the strangling and so then he just went like okay I'm just gonna kill this kid because I don't want to get in trouble or something of the sort and then he was like okay I kind of like this and then he kept it going and then he was like okay well then let me try I guess playing with the kid's body in a way that I've seen my dad play with the stepdad my step yeah I don't know to this day we don't know um whenever question I get he was 13 years old but the entire time he just kept saying I don't know I don't know I don't know you know what would be interesting if um I hope he's not a therapist treating kids that's just like asking for bad I don't think he can yeah like but anyways um what I was gonna say is um you know how he got triggered by that kool-aid I was like what if they brought it up to him now and he still has that trigger Oh, I don't know. But I think it was because he was holding that secret. But once he came out and said, I killed Derek, I think that was fine. Mm. But he didn't, I guess, didn't want to remember what happened. And then being forced to remember everything for the trial really hit him. Um, he didn't really show remorse during the trial. Um, and I'm not sure if he did as a child. The only time that he showed showed like remorse was when he was in his 30s um he says to this day it's still very vivid in his mind and he literally wakes up every day and he says i can't believe i killed that child like he's disgusted with himself about it um and he feels like he he feels really bad and he goes i don't he goes I, i'm not mad that they kept denying my parole because i wasn't ready at that time um, but I just worked harder when I got older because I, like, I'm really sad about what happened, but at the same time, I still want, I've been, you know, prison my whole life. I, I now, like, really love this woman and I want to start my life with her and stuff. And so then he started, in my mind, he started, quote, acting right so he can get out. So I'm not sure if he was still, like, remorseful. Um, I'm they, like even the 48 hour episode it literally is called um, Eric Smith a gamble because you don't know if he is reformed or not you see that's kind of fucked up because they're trying to pull it from the perspective of him rather than the poor boy who lost his life still to this day they're still pulling it from the his perspective and even the community that the little boy that lost his life was trying to be like no you don't need to bring it back to him Yeah, he lost his life he won't be able to get the wife anymore. He won't be able to do anything anymore. And it's like, even 48 hours still miss that point themselves. It's like, yeah, y'all covered that, but y'all still missed the whole title and the whole point, their perspective. This guy took this kid's life, and y'all are like... Well, no, the way that they ended it was all about the boy. Well, I see that, but the title is so deceiving. Nobody's gonna want to... Oh. People aren't... They're there I think for it was Eric's the story. Fact, I think the fact that they did this was to shed on light because it in my opinion their episode and i might get sued for it or whatever was very biased um the interviewer whenever he was talking to other people he was agreeing with what they said um and it was always like in everything he agreed with was that he should say in jail you know and when you're an interviewer you need to be biased yeah that's what uh, greg tells me he's yeah a... and he wasn't he still asked his questions like, what do you think about 
um, this inter this uh, videotape that we that a, whatever radio station mm-hmm. TV station took of him in 2004 and then he was like oh like this is very eerie how he's saying something like this and then the interviewer is like yeah and he points out things that he thinks too and I'm like you're not supposed to be doing that Mm-mm. your one job is to interview ask questions and not give your opinions mm-hmm. and he the 48 hours guy was giving his opinions mm-hmm. and I was like oh dude you're not supposed to be doing that yeah so, um, I mean, I but also it's really whole... hard in that situation too because a little boy did lose his life. Yeah. However, as a reporter, you're supposed to be non-biased. And I heard that, which I'm sure is really hard in any situation. But um, It should have just been the facts. The facts, the questions, and also the... And then tying it together. Not yeah. giving your opinion. Clearing it up. Not giving your opinion. Nope. Not trying to direct it in the way you want it to go. Because mm-hmm. they were even asking Derek's mom and dad, like, certain questions that was leaning them towards this and stuff. And I will say, hats off to Doreen, because she kept her, like, she started crying at composure. the end. But she kept her composure. And she even said, like, you know, I'm going to be honest. I don't understand why they released him after all these years. But, you know, I'm a mom, because she, you know, she still has the other son. And she, you know, she still looks at Derek as her son. She's like, I'm a mom. I get it from that perspective. Like, I would want my child to um, finally be free after all these years. Because they two were a child. They, they two were a child. But at the same time, it scares me because I don't think he's changed. Um, and then the interviewers try to, like, ask, him, ask her, like, why she didn't think that he changed and stuff. And she brought it back to her son. And she was just like, all I know is that... I can finally stop reliving every parole and I can start my healing. I said, it still scares me that he's out and about, but my community loves me. My community supports us. Um, She's like, my community will not allow him to come back. So I feel very safe. So she just kept going back to how everything was like community based. She kept going back to her son and every time that he tried, like, asking about Eric, she just pushed it away because you can tell she probably has a thousand things to say. Mm-hmm. But she had more composure than that interviewer did and was like, um, these are the facts. This this is how I'm dealing with stuff. Um, this is a little bit about my son. Um, this is about my community. That's it. It's like they told him, ruffle the feathers so you can get a better, bigger, better story. Yeah. Which is such ass. That's oh TV gosh. for you. Yep. Nowadays, whoever's got the biggest, most dramatic story wins the, I don't know, Easter egg. 48 hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's that's intense, dude. Um, Damn. That's... Okay, I'm going to say this. It's kind of fucked up, but when you were first saying the beginning of your story when the poor boy was um beaten with rocks and whatnot... And you were like, and the mother had handfuls. I'm like, of rocks? She killed him? Oh. I was like, well, <laughs> no. I know who killed him. She had her hands full because the other boy was still a baby. And he <laughs> was, he's... like, having some fever and stuff. And and he, Derek just wanted to go to his softball game. He loved his softball. And he already knew his dad's over there because his dad was coach. He's like, it's right down the street. And he was like, it's okay, Mommy. I can take myself. We go, uh, we no, go no, all no, the no, time. No. And she just thought, you know, my community is safe. All the kids are walking that way. No man, like, no adult's going to come and try to take my child. 
She never thought, the community never thought a child killed a child. So. That's why I don't trust people still. Yeah. That's insane. I'm sure she probably killed herself over and over again in her mind. Like, blaming herself. She's like, if only I could have just told him, no, just wait for a second. Or let me get another adult to go with you or something. Yeah. Who knows what But she even then, even if you got a neighbor to help you or whatever, do you fully trust your neighbor? Exactly. Well, thank you, Christina, for your story this thank week. You. That was really grim. Um, and, I like to keep it real. Uh, yeah, that was, that's intense. Poor baby. Um, yeah, we should definitely do the vanilla ice cream thing on August 2nd. Yes. That'd be really cute. Um, Vanilla ice cream with sprinkles I've never had, so this will be the first. It'll be cute in memory of, what's his name? Dylan? Derek. Oh, Derek. Joseph Roby. Derek Joseph Roby, we will have vanilla ice cream on August 2nd for you, (laughs) you precious little baby. (laughs) He's so freaking cute. I can't wait for you to see pictures. We didn't do that thing, so I couldn't show you pictures, but. And then the freckle face. He's not cute, but. I was about to ask that. I didn't want to. I was like, is this kind of grim? But like, I wanted to ask. I was like, is he kind of cute? Because I have a thing for gingers. Right? No, he's not. Not even a little. Okay. Yeah, not at all. I'll show you. You'd be like, oh. So that's why he was bullied. No, that's rude. (laughs) Even as a kid. Okay. (laughs) Damn, poor kid. (laughs) Um, Okay, I guess it's my turn now. Yay. Okay, so I'm going to list my sources first. I got my stuff from www.britannica.com. My love for Britannica has come from Wine and Crime. Um, is it Kenya or Lucy? One of them are obsessed with Britannica. She's like my boyfriend, Britannica. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Q-U-O-R-A. Have you heard of him? It's an interesting website to get facts from. Um, and HTTPS, whatever, 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 all that's interesting.com. I felt the need to cover this um, subject. I don't know why I didn't do sooner, but I felt like I didn't have the right um, gusto or pep or um, confidence in my storytelling of any sort to cover such a famous and um, well-beloved creature in lore and folktale and through history and through media and so i'm going to talk about vampires okay (laughs) and i'm glad you guessed that first (laughs) because nothing's more loved than vampires aside from maybe witches and ghosts like these are at the forefront so let me start wait wait can you say it like a vampire Bella, let me start. I am not Bella Lugosi. I cannot. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I am not Adam Sandler. All right, girl. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I do not do that. <laughs> I do not do that. I do not sound like that. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my Intense God. Intense there. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, um, so let me start. So, before Twilight came along and ruined everything and romanticized vampires by giving us a sparkly Edward Cullen, mm-hmm. before 
The di literally a walking disco ball. Like, okay, so he's a disco lover. And glitter. <laughs> glitter. Um, before the teen romance, love of eternal life, leather jackets, and cute sharp teeth to go with your main character scenes. Before True Blood's Bill Compton and his soke. <laughs> and love. of course, the insanely hot Eric Northman and Pam. Mm. Mm. Vampires were actually really goddamn monstrous and scary. Mm -hmm. They were bloodthirsty creatures of the night waiting under your bed or hovering outside your window, tapping on your window. Ready to latch onto your flesh and drain your lifeblood. Sometimes they even made you one of them. A fate supposedly worse than death, which I don't see the problem, but that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Take me. <laughs> like, not Take even me, a Take me, ma'am, daddy. He's like, well, this is the fun I get to fight. Mm, you can have it. Oh, Just no, turn me. Just... And then let me suck your wrist. Wait, where are you going? Wait, come Wait, back. Wait, come back. Bitch, I'll bite you then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't want your crazy ass. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, if movies don't steal this from me or put it in their movies, y'all better credit me or give me at least some kind of royalty. You better have someone that turned themselves into a vampire by biting the vampire and taking the blood themselves. Have them turn oh into like God, some yes. weird thing. Like, come on. I mean... Oh, no. I was say... I've seen that before, but now I'm thinking it's She-Hulk. Oh, <laughs> what the me. fuck? Yeah, when, um, yeah, she's a vampire. No, um, her blood um, got, got infected with um, Bruce's or whatever his name is. His blood, and then she became She-Hulk. So I was about to say she could have like a cut, and then the vampire could accidentally like cut himself with his fang or something, and the blood like went into the no, 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 no. I want a victim that once they get turned, the vampire's like, nah, I'm good. And I want them to be like, bitch, and they take the blood and they, like, <laughs> drink the vampire's blood. He's like, what the hell? And throws them away. But obviously you can't kill them because they're being turned in the moment and it's causing a wreck. Like, I want that. If y'all steal this from me, y'all yeah, better give me royalties for this fucker. Can human teeth puncture a vampire's skin, though? True. What if they, like, have braces? And they're oh, silver or something silver. or whatever. Make them weak and they go in for a kiss. And then they bite their lip or their tongue. And then they're like. <laughs> I am like, I don't know. I'm an intense kisser. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm a little low on iron. <laughs> okay. I'm a little anemic. <laughs> so I want you guys to think like. Uh, for vampires, think like Nosferatu's Count Orlo or Orlock or Bram Stoker's Dracula. I want to drink Fright Nights, Jerry Dandridge, Kurt Barlow from mm. Salem's Lot, The Lost Boys. Heck, mm. think of Tom Cruise's Lestat in Interview with the Vampire. Oh, <laughs> you're making me so turned on right now. <laughs> so. I mean, I already started with. No, basically with Eric. <laughs> yeah. Eric too. Mm. So, um, that's how vampires were originally perceived and conceived. Not as your, oh, oh my god, I want to be a vampire. More like a, this is kind of really scary. Imagine like a serial killer on steroids. That's how I picture if you were like in someone's mind. Mm -hmm. That, like, that's pure fear right there. So... Um, vampires as we know of them today originated in the 1700s in Eastern Europe, but the lore of these creatures existed for hundreds of years prior. P 
People believe vampires to be demons possessing the bodies of the dead and sucking the blood from those of the living. So, I wanted to go through, like, a lot of things since this is my first episode talking about vampires. So, the characteristics of a vampire. Vampire, also spelled vampire, or with a Y. Vampire. Where's and, the Y at? Uh, P-Y-R-E. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so does I. Mm-hmm. In popular legend, a creature often fanged that preys upon humans, generally by consuming their blood. Central to vampire myth, however, is the consumption of human blood or other essence such as bodily fluids or psychic energy. Followed closely by the possession of sharp fangs or fangs with which to facilitate this task. In most depictions, vampires are undead, that is to say having been somehow revived after death and many are said to rise nightly from their graves or coffins, often necessarily containing their native soil. I learned that from actually from uh, uh, what we do in the shadows. When they go to sleep, you, they have to have like a little bit of their graveyard dirt that they were like buried in and whatnot, the dirt from their when they return and whatnot, they have to sleep with it in their coffin so they can actually go to sleep. Yeah. If they don't have that soil with them do they at need all, to sleep? yeah, they do. So they can regroup their energy. If not, they get really weak. So they have to keep sucking blood. Well, they don't even have the energy to suck the blood. They start oh. losing energy. Um, so vampires are typically said to be of pale skin and rage in appearance from grotesque to preternaturally beautiful, depending on the tale. Another frequently cited physical characteristic is the inability to cast a reflection or shadow, which often translates into an inability to be photographed or recorded on film. A person may become a vampire in a variety of ways, the most common of which is to be bitten by a vampire. Okay, so with the reflection thing on mirrors, I'm pretty sure everybody knows this now because it's like all over social media when they talk about vampires. But the reason why was before a certain age, vampire or uh, mirrors were actually lined with silver. And so with Judas and the silver coins and whole vampires were of not God, so they couldn't see the reflection in it. So today, most mirrors are made with like regular plastic and whatnot, and they don't have a silver line backing anymore. Mm-hmm. So they could see the reflections today. So that's already pulled away. So, oh, let me see your reflection. Oh, you're not a vampire then. There you go. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. A person may become a vampire in a variety of ways, the most common of which is to be bitten by a vampire. Other methods include sorcery, committing suicide, contagion, or having a cat, cat jump over a person's corpse. If I die, make sure winter jumps over my body or Jupiter. Just shoo them over my corpse. Um, sidetrack. Um, did you watch that Netflix series Midnight Mass? Mm-mm. So it's about vampires. Mm. And how he turns the village is he was a priest. Um, and during the communion, it was his blood, and he had them drink his blood. As soon as they died, they became vampires. That's cool. Yeah. So creepy. It's such a great show. Fucking watch it. Because at first I was like, this looks so stupid. And then um, one of my friends was like, hey, no, watch it. And I was addicted. I binged that shit all night. It was so good. What's it called? Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. And you say he's a priest? Mm hmm. That reminds me of the he whole. He goes and gets, um, he goes to some cave or something in Jerusalem. He's going for some like Jesus re- thing Retreat. or whatever. Retreat. <laughs> yeah, and there's this old man that went. 
Mm-hmm. And then this young guy comes back. And it's because while he was there, he met a vampire. That turned him. That turned him back to his youth. Oh, damn. And he went back to the community mm-hmm. that he lived at. And they're on an island, so it's only one boat in and out. Oh, wow. And he... And they were like... The older people that lived there is like, man, you look so familiar. And it's because it was that priest. But they all know him as being old. The ones that lived with him or lived in that community knew him as younger. And they're like, you were a dead ringer to our previous priest. And then one of them looked at the newspaper and looked at him because there was not really that much proof of his pictures and stuff when he was younger. But he, he had a newspaper article. And he ended up killing one of the guys because he saw it and he put him together. And he's like, oh shit, and that's you. he was like, Pfft, and he kills him. And their death scenes are like Gruesome. Intense. And like the end scene is intense. Mm-hmm. You have to watch it. Anyways, <laughs> Netflix. When you brought up the whole priest and how he killed the people after drinking his blood and they turned into vampires. That... Well, he did, um, so. Well, when you said that, that reminded me of, um, I think from actual history, when the bubonic plague was a big thing. Um, people would go to churches because obviously hospitals couldn't do much and they would go to religion faith-based They'd try and get it cured and Priests and the nuns would take them in. They'd be like, of course, come in. We'll help you And when the people were sleeping, they'd shiv them in their sleep and steal their money and they'd be like, oh, the plague took them Oh my gosh. Yep. That isn't that fucking dark when it's you Jesus said for you. that is organized religion for you <laughs> But yeah, the, the reason why it's called the night mass is because, you know, you couldn't really do churches during the day because he was a vampire. And he mm-hmm. touched the sun. So, on the day he decided, okay, everybody needs to die now. It's all in their system, blah, blah, blah. Um, he orchestrated for a midnight mass and him and the few people he already turned vampires were going to go ahead and murder everyone so they all come back as vampires. But of course, some community people stopped him and and it was really sad because one girl, she was pregnant, and when she drank the vampire blood, it killed the baby. Oh, it's like poison to the baby? Yeah, it literally, like, poisoned it to death. Damn. Yeah, and it was, like, gone. So oh, like evaporated? It, yeah, so she went to go get her sonogram, and there's, like, there's nothing in there. She's like, well, where did my baby go? They're like, uh, did you poop it out? Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Okay. Because she was like, poor, poor. Anyways, watch it. Watch it, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> we'll do a Patreon about it, guys. Oh my god, we should do that. Or like a listener's thingy, like, watch oh, along. Yeah, like, you know how um, Trixie or whatever, whatever. Um, the, oh, the, I like the, to watch? Yeah. We should do something like that. But wouldn't that be like copyright claims? No, because a lot of people do that. True. Yeah, we'll think of something. And we don't have to do it like right at that. We can just watch it on our own and then talk about it later. We could do that. Like reviewing. Mm, yeah, movie reviews. Yeah. That'd be cool. Okay, anyways, back to my thing because I got a lot. Okay. Sorry. So, some people believe that babies born with teeth or on Christmas or between Christmas and Epiphany were predisposed to becoming vampires. I'm not sure what Epiphany is. Like, Epiphany. Maybe. <laughs> so, while vampires usually do not die of disease or other normal human afflictions, they are indeed often said to have faster than normal healing capabilities. There are a various there are various methods for their destruction though. The most popular of those include a wooden stake through the heart, fire, decapitation, and exposure to sunlight. Vampires are often depicted as being repelled by garlic, running water, or um, Christian implements such as crucifixes and holy water. 
In some stories, vampires may enter a home only if they have been invited, and in others, they may be distracted by the scattering of objects such as seeds or grains that they are compelled to count thereby, compelled to count, thereby enabling potential victims to escape. That gives me a lot of fairy lore. Oh my god, no, that gave me Count Dracula from Sesame Street. A one, a two. <laughs> <gasps> Do you think that's where they got it from? Where he Maybe. has to count? Like, yeah, he has to count. Has oh to my count. gosh. Christina, you just like blew my fucking mind. Right when you said it, I was like, oh my god, that's Did Count Did Sesame Dracula. Street just teach us something about old world history vampires? Ooh, that's so Childhood. cool. That's so cool. They were turning us into goth kids. And yeah, they're talking they, about social That's media. how it started, guys. If your kids are watching Sesame Street, they're going to be goth lovers. You're welcome. You right now. You're welcome. Your kid will be the <laughs> coolest. Anyways. <laughs> so, most basic and common powers or abilities of vampires now. So, like, I want to say, like, these are, like, the normal ones. Obviously, through whomever's writing it are going to give them extras or whatever and whatnot. But here's the main one that I've that is consistently common. Enhanced strength, enhanced speed, faster than the human eye can follow. Teleportation, um, enhanced senses, flight, shape-shifting into other animals. Most commonly you've seen or heard of are a wolf or a bat or a swarm Morbius. of bats. Oh, I was going to say Dracula. <laughs> oh, when, yeah. What's his the name? The current one was Morbius where he... Oh, I was thinking about the Dracula one only... with... Um, what's his name? He's like really cute. Luke Evans. Mm -hmm. Luke Evans or whatever where he's like uh, Dracula but he's like gets turned but he's like a big great conqueror and then he tries to save his people but he's Dracula oh yeah yes. and he's like he's trying to keep his son from going yeah, being yeah. enlisted into the war Dracula retribution or something or I don't remember but it's so good I think it's retribution it's really good I showed Greg and he was like this wasn't that bad but we haven't watched it again since I mean I love it and when I saw it was on Netflix I was like I didn't care that I had to go to work I was like play mm -hmm. <laughs> and another few more are phasing weather or elemental manipulation and magic I never I don't think I've seen a weather manipulative kind of well, like, when vampires are near or, like, about to come in, you see, like, fog roll in or, like, uh, lightning and thunder. Okay. Or, like, when they get turned, they like, lightning streaks. They're like, oh, it's sunny. Let me... Or that, too. Like, they cause the clouds to roll in and whatnot to cover up their skin from being absolutely destroyed because mm -hmm. they need sunscreen. Um, <laughs> bottles and bottles. Of sunscreen. Okay. So... This is definitely a subject I will for sure be visiting again because vampires are amazing mm -hmm. and real. Let's just say they are real. I'm just saying. But I wanted to cover a story from history that is pretty interesting and very telling of how people in the past would explain events that were un unknown to them. Are you talking about this because we're going to see Renfield next weekend? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that just hit me. I Oh my god, that'd be so cool. Oh, okay, unplanned, but okay. Um, we'll talk about Renfield next time. Yeah, Renfield, guys, go watch it. It looks so funny and so good. Anyways, so one of the most famous vampire stories, which is thought to have inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm -hmm. is um, of the last New England vampire. So, like, this is, like, the last tale of vampires from New England vampire history. So, this is about 
Mercy Brown. She also has the dubious honor of being pinned and named the first female vampire from history. Hmm. Although I would argue personally that, um, what are, what is her name? Bathory? Not Bathory. Uh, what's her name? That one queen that like murdered 400 virgins and like would bathe in virgin blood to keep herself oh, youthful and long. I would argue that she was considered a vampire too. But also people said she was a sorceress, so I'm sure it's, like, muddled. But, um, yeah, yeah, I would argue that she was a vampire, but this lady was legit thought to have been a vampire. So, in the 1800s, so, let me just start. In the 1800s, tuberculosis, then known as consumption, was the leading cause of death in the world. People with TB had an 80% chance of dying as there was no cure and no treatment. The outbreak caused documented vampire panic. So imagine your modern, or like, it's happened afterwards, but imagine this as like the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. Like, witches are bound. Vampires are bound. This is what their explanation was. Especially in the United States, New England region. So, in 1884, in the town of Exeter, Rhode Island, there lived a farmer named George Brown. His wife, Mary Eliza, and their three children, daughters Mary Olive, Mercy, and their son, Edwin. Mary Eliza contracted tuberculosis first. She had fatigue, night sweats, coughed up phlegm, and blood, and died a very painful death. Two years after she passed away, their oldest daughter, Mary Olive, also contracted TB. She too died from the disease. Even though their deaths were terrible for the Brown family, no one else got sick, so they felt fortunate to be healthy and alive. But in 1891, Edwin became very ill from TB himself. Hearing that better climates would help get rid of the disease, he and his wife retreated to Colorado Springs. <laughs> Money. <laughs> <laughs> when he returned, I wonder if traveling was easier back then. If you just pick up your good broom and go, like your good broom and your good cheese wheel, <laughs> just bounce. But anyways, when he returned a year later, he was initially better, but then his health declined once again. The same year, Edwin's 19-year-old sister, Mercy, contracted TB. She died soon after. As you can imagine, their father, George, was beside himself with grief and heartbreak. His entire family was slipping away from him, and he didn't know how to save them. Seeing what was happening, a number of people in town told George about an old folktale. Legend had it, when members of the same family waste away from consumption, or TB, it was because one of the dead family members was draining the life away from the still-living relatives. In short, they told George that either his dead wife or daughters were killing his son. At first, George rejected the folktale. He preferred to listen to science and his doctors. But, as Edwin's health worsened, he became increasingly desperate to save his son the only family he had left. So, one night, under the cover of darkness, George and a few townspeople and Dr. Harold Metcalf, who did not believe in vampires but was participating participating out of kindness, exhumed the bodies of George's wife and daughters. In the holding place, Mary Eliza and Mary Olive's graves, they found only skeletons. But in Mercy's coffin, they found an undecayed body. In fact, she looked exactly 
as she had the day they had laid her to rest. To add to their suspicions, blood was found in Mercy's heart and liver. To them, this was proof she had indeed been sucking the life out of Edwin. However, in actuality, the state of Mercy's body was not unusual. She had been buried during the winter months, which were extremely cold, and her body had been naturally preserved. The doctor tried to explain this, but he was rebuffed. In those days, to stop vampires from continuing to live, the bodies would either be turned around in their coffins so they couldn't get out, or they would be decapitated, their organs removed, and destroyed. The townsfolk asked for Mercy's heart and liver to be removed and burned before they would rebury her. The doctor, sensing it was futile to disagree, did as requested. The ashes of Mercy's heart and liver were mixed with water and fed to poor Edwin. George and the rest of the townspeople waited to see what would happen. They gave it to the child? Hmm? They gave it to the child? That cannot heal him. <laughs> Sadly, two months after being fed the concoction, Edwin died. Probably from poison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mercy was then reburied in the cemetery of the Baptist Church, Chestnut Hill Cemetery in Exeter. While Mercy's case is widely known, it is not unreasonable to think that many other exclamations and desperate hope would have taken place all across the world while tuberculosis ran rampant. There are likely hundreds or thousands of unreported vampires and supernatural concoctions. The Brown family's ancestors have reportedly saved newspaper clippings from that time and often discuss the story on Decoration Day, which is when local cemeteries are decorated. Interesting. As well as Dracula, the tale of Mercy Brown has been the source of inspiration for many a story, including Caitlin R. Kiernan's short story, So Runs the World Away, H.P. Lovecraft's, Lovecraft's The Shunned House, and Sari L. Thomas Mercy's The Last New England Vampire. So just to recap, Mercy was the wife? Yes. No, she was the sister. Sister? Mm-hmm. When was she? She was the last one buried? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Today, Mercy's Brown resting place is still a source of curiosity for visitors to Exeter. Her gravestone is reinforced with a metal band connecting to a post embedded in the ground in order to protect it from being stolen. There is apparently a Tupperware container with a note for people to sign if they feel so inclined. Another Rhode Island vampire, Sarah Tillinghast, is buried nearby, but that's a story for another time. Often people will leave small gifts like vampire teeth and flowers from Mercy Brown, a woman who died too young from a terrible disease and who will sadly be forever known as a vampire. This was just a taste of the vampire tale of history and more to come in the future episodes. Um, It was funny because I was reading this and (laughs) on this little article. Um, they were saying, they were like, people would leave notes like, you go, girl. <laughs> slay all day. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I'm going to leave that note if we ever go visiting. I'm slay all day. <laughs> slay all day. First slay, and you can do it all day. <laughs> and you know what? We should leave her a bottle of rosé. I feel like she's oh that God, kind of queen. Yeah. Leave her a bottle of rosé. Be like, girl, you I deserve have... a drink after all this. And they have little baby bottles, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Be like, here, just have a treat. Here's a little treat for you, girl. Okay, so I wanted to you a nostalgia of our teen years of our obsession that clearly wasn't a phase mom of taking quizzes like we did for your mermaid tales. 
Oh my gosh, you did a quiz? I wanted to take a quiz too. Now this is from BuzzFeed, and this is what I Honestly, got. BuzzFeed, you should sponsor with us. We use you all the time. Honestly, we'll be your, we'll, we'll, um, what is it? We'll reignite the flames for BuzzFeed. <laughs> we love your quizzes. So this is what I got on my test. I got the dramatic. Your vibe is extra in the most flattering way. The kind of vampire that matches it as an expert at theatrics. The cape, the castle, the menacing stairs. They've got the whole nine yards. From Dracula to Dark Shadows, this kind of vampire is found in media classics. Yeah, this is you. And Elvira. I you to take this quiz now. There are only four types of vampires. It's time to find out which one matches your vibe. Oh no, where'd it go? Okay, I'm back. My booby touched something. <laughs> Pick my living room. Pick a cup. And I will post the BuzzFeed article for this quiz on the description below because it is so freaking cute and funny. And guys, who doesn't want to relive their teen angsty years? I mean, I'm still living them. <laughs> and I'm 30. <laughs> oh, there's a spider! <laughs> <laughs> guinea pig <laughs> guinea pig charcoal ice cream charcoal I oh yeah I was like who the fuck wants to eat it like there's like always gonna be a little bit of bitter taste in it like that is too like okay I like the aesthetic cause you're trying to live the dark life but like come on you're a vampire be bougie of course I got this okay let me see <laughs> okay read it out to me first the lovable monster your vibe is fun and easy going. Wait, I should hit three more. Your vibe is fun and easy going. Not all vampires are scary, and the kind of vampire that matches your vibe is more friend than foe. A puppet that teaches kids to count. A grandpa with a sweet ride. A vampire queen with a knack for the electric bass. These kinds of vampires always steal the show, and it's Mavis. <laughs> Get that. Oh my god. <laughs> screenshot it so we can. Oh man. I don't uh. know if you screenshotted yours. And I didn't screenshot. Oh shit. Did it work? Did not take a picture of my phone. I have to come through. What? No, I don't need you to speak. Okay, you're gonna have to do it. I don't miss the light thing. Did you, uh, save I didn't yours? screenshot it, but I can retake the test if you want me to. Yeah, just so we can have it. <laughs> this is so freaking funny. Okay, um, yes. So, like, tell us what you get, guys. Mm. Mm. Of course, we freaking get the ones that match us perfectly. You would get Mavis. Oh my god. But honestly, it's fair. The way I, the way I got her face. <laughs> That's perfect, dude. It is me to a T. 
you get him <laughs> oh you want to do the read more yeah <sighs> shadows Ugh. of course it's bella lugosi it's awesome the transylvania original speaker with the aces <laughs> it's so sad about his story because after he did this role for dracula he couldn't get any more parts because people kept relating him back to dracula Oh, and his murder story? Oh my god, you need to cover that. Murder story? How he died in his whole mirror and how it's dark and paranormal and supernatural. We might have to do like an episode yeah. combination for both of us. Yeah, you can bring up your other vampire story where they're like, that's for another time. Yeah. Then I can talk about this. Loki, I'm gonna be honest with you, that's actually from the article. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> but, um, yeah. They were like, they said, that's for another time. I'm like, oh, I, I guess. Okay, I'm going to keep rolling with it. <laughs> and they're like, but that's also for another time. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I didn't prefer the lending. I just wanted to get to the, you go, girl. <laughs> oh, my God, you're so silly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's it for me. Ugh. Beautiful. Butterfly. segue. Well, I had a killer that was vampire. Vampire clan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the vampire. But you're... I didn't talk about it. You mm. talked about it. <laughs> so what do you think? Such a great job. I loved it. I was... Feeling it. Feeling you were getting it. turned on at first, which is creeping I me know, out. You were just like, mm, you're naming all my hotties. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that um series that came out in like 2016, 15, called Dracula? Series? Not a series. I'm sorry. Uh, was that a series? No, it was just. Wasn't it? No, it was just. I think it was just three episodes or something like that. I don't know. It was just really interesting because it was Dracula like back in the day. Then he he was traveling to America and then how he ended up in America and whatnot. But it was following the story of this one nun. And then sounds familiar. It's really good but then the last episode goes to shit and i'm just like bored of it and i'm like oh my god this is where y'all went with this y'all could have done anything else <laughs> i pretty much watch anything that has to do with vampires i'll i'll bring it up to you on outside of the podcast and show you and you'll be like oh yeah definitely. oh yeah yeah i know that oh my god all right well that's all i have to you this week um, make sure you guys, um, pick out your favorite vampire things when you go and cosplay vampires, because vampire teeth are very important. There's different ones. There's the original. There's the one with the extra incisor. Well, I was going to say, when you were talking about vampire stuff, um, some lores or stories that I've seen, they don't even have teeth. They have their sharp nails and they cut their throat and suck their blood. Yeah, I remember that. that. Have you seen that one movie, uh, Ra not Rise, uh, was it Rise? Yeah, with Lucy Liu. She plays a vampire. It sounds familiar. I, I think I showed it to you in high school. Yeah. It's a good show, don't get me wrong, it's good, but it's kind of forgettable too, because it's a lot. But, um, it's really good with Lucy Liu seeing her become a vampire and whatnot, but they don't necessarily, I don't think they have vampire things, they just, like, rip open the skin or have these, like, special yeah, necklaces Yeah, and then I was about rip. to say... Some, they don't even, like, you know, two puncture holes. They are, like, full-on, like, werewolf almost. Mm -hmm. Rip the throat. Yeah. Or, like, attack. It's And then so uh, cool. there are also is other s movies and stories where 
um, the stake doesn't even kill them. It paralyzes them. Oh, it just holds them in place. They did that in Van Helsing, I believe, didn't they, at one point? Or some some movie. I know what you're talking about. Where they did it, and they thought that she was, they were killed or whatever, and they went to go remove the stake, and she just, like, came back. Isn't that Vampire Diaries, or the originals? Maybe. Maybe. Where, like, the silver stake, or whatever? I think it was Vampire Diaries. I didn't watch the Vampire Diaries. I watched the originals, because it seemed more (laughs) whatever- and, um, so, yeah. Um. Elena. It's Nick. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that? Oh, yeah. She annoys me. Her face annoys me. Oh, my God. I don't know why, but her face annoys me. I know who you're talking about. <sighs> she's, like, she keeps saying she's high, highly inspired by Angelina Jolie, I think. She's, like, Angelina Jolie because she's, like, the femme fatale or whatever. She's, like, Laura Croft and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm just, like... You're not going to be Angelina Jolie. Nobody's going to be Angelina Jolie. Only Angelina Jolie is going to be Angelina Jolie. Do you not like Angelina Jolie? No, not that. Oh, her. Of course I do. That bitch is amazing. I was about to say, I'm like, girl, this is Maleficent we're talking about. That's another girl that looks hot as hell. I was telling him that Elvira for 70 looks fine as well. 71. I'll give you that. Grandma, I'd like to fondle. (laughs) <laughs> Motorboat. <laughs> but um yeah it's just i don't know i wanted to bring up vampires because i thought it was about time and also i just it's about time that i bring up vampires and also people deserve to hear about vampires well um, and i would love for us to cover more creatures mm-hmm. uh infamous creatures and whatnot yeah i like i'm honestly shocked we haven't talked about werewolves yet Oh, like, 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 what is it? Lycans? Lycanthropy? Lycanthropy. Um, Especially us loving Underworld. I know. Oh, my gosh. Best of both worlds. Oh, Celine. Celine, we love you. Loki, she intimidates the fuck out of me. Like, if she was like, we're going to fuck, I'd be like, okay. I'd be like, are we just going to destroy me? Because I'm feeling destroyed right now. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just going to blink and it'll be over. What else is it? Um, oh, okay. Let me end this episode. Who is your favorite vampire out of all? Oh my god. If I had like one choice of who could turn me? Yes. Like if you could pick any vampire and you could, if it was like, it doesn't even have to deal with their powers. Just like, who do you want to be your maker? Mm. Male, female, okay. whichever. Because I want to fuck them. Okay. The guy from Queen of the Damned. Oh, really? Yeah. That list, that list at Stuart Townsend? Yeah, he's hot as hell. Okay. Christina. And he would sing to me. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I fucking we'll love you. We'll make music together. Um, That's... But if it's a girl, it would definitely be Celine. Ave. Ave. My um, legs open for that woman. Woo! All that leather pleather. But for the guys, a close second would be the, um, well, I don't know if he was a vampire. I can't think right now. Mm, I wouldn't even say that Van Helsing guy. Who? Van Helsing. Dracula? From I don't Van think Helsing? he turned into a vampire, did he? Oh, Hugh Jackman? Yeah. His character? No, he turned into a werewolf. Werewolf. Um, the close second would be, um, um, Interview with the Vampire. Um, 
Tom Cruise, Louis Lestat, or Louis, um, Brad Pitt's character? Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. You see, I have the biggest confliction because I don't know who I'd want to turn me because I love all the vampires in their own personal ways. Especially <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, that solves it for me. Pam. I want Pam to turn me because she's such a sassy bitch. Yeah. Although, I'd be kind of afraid to be near her because she's so self-absorbed that she'd let me easily get killed. Probably. But, and she's like obsessed with Eric still because like whatever but i love her sassiness okay no not pam i want to live um i want to live um just because of what happened to tara it pisses me off I'm like that bitch died trying to defend and protect a newborn that eric and pam left behind mm -hmm. and also protecting her own mother and just standing Ugh, pisses me off tara was such a badass vampire anyways um i guess i would say it'd have to be either like Celine or Akasha or even just good old Dracula or even um but Michael from you know uh Underworld he's half vampire half werewolf a hybrid yeah yeah but, like but um like so you can have both worlds I don't want to be a werewolf though you want to be Harry no you want to tear them apart? No. The foot? <laughs> Hump them. <laughs> Hump them like a dog. Oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, sexually, I guess my pick would have to be. Because while you're learning to be a vampire, you have to be with a, your maker for a long time. And they're going to probably be the only person you'd be fucking for a while because they'd be afraid you're going to kill more humans and stuff so who are you having sex and being around for at least 500 years I would have to say Lestat from Interview with the Vampire Tom Cruise's because he made him so sexy in that I know show. I just really am not a fan of Tom Cruise I know he kills it for me when I think about the person but if I separate him and just think of Lestat as a character the brat prince he just gives me something that's like he makes it vampire so bougie, but also so, like, jokingly, like, <laughs> like, I'm better than you. And I'm like, mm. oh and, um, yeah, that's who I'd probably choose. Probably Lestat, just because, I don't know, I always bring it back to Lestat because Lestat's such a badass in Anne Rice's novels and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, um... But also, who doesn't want to get turned by Akasha, the queen of the damned, the original vampire, the mm -hmm. baddie. The original baddie. But, uh... Baddie yeah. was baddie. Yeah. And also, who doesn't want to get turned by Dracula, the most infamous vampire in vampire novels and history and films? Like, it's so cool. Oh, now that I'm thinking about it, well, I don't know. Do we think, um, what's his name? Jude Law or... What's his name? The guy who's playing that played Morbius. Mm -hmm. I forgot That's his name. Cute. <laughs> no, not him. I just <laughs> thought about it. I was like, wait, Morbius? No, he gives me serial killer vibes now. Like cult serial killer vibes. Like Jonestown Massacre vibes, because he's got a cult. 
Okay, well, whenever you go in that cold, <laughs> I'm going to have to rescue your ass, and you're going to have to buy me ice cream. My name is Jane, too. <laughs> no, the fuck, it's not Christina. We're going to drink Kool-Aid tonight. I'm no, so the fuck, excited. you're not Christina. Remember that kid that smashed that poor boy's head in with poured Kool-Aid in his wounds? Yeah, that's why was you don't drink. his name Jane, too? No. <laughs> it was, Christina, get the fuck up. We got a podcast to record. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have no thoughts. <laughs> only what my master wants <laughs> and then i'll simply say hey um christina don't forget about a uh, homeboy um what's his name from fright night mm. would you have him turn you i don't know because he also gives me kind of gay vibes jerry dandridge yeah but damn he's so fine what uh, about um eric 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 Northman. No, he's hot too. So is Bill Compton. But Eric Northman in the show said he could fuck for hours. Mm. Your poor pussy. <laughs> now, when he says he could fuck for hours, is that full on his dick penetrating? Or he's meaning like we can foreplay, dick suck, like do all that? All that. I'd still be really raw. But also, you're how, on vampire how, blood. How long do you think he can stay down? He's a vampire. I don't think he gives I don't think a. He needs to breathe, right? Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine the amount of nuts you'd get? Oh my god, I my legs would be like jello, and I couldn't stand. <laughs> you'd just be. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, <laughs> sorry guys, I didn't mean to creep you out. <laughs> oh man. Well, and on that note. Thank you for listening to Deeper Into the Dark. Please follow all our social media. And um, happy Easter, everyone. Like, follow, subscribe. And tell your friends. Go to our website. We have our bios up. Yeah, we just put bios up there. Learn a little bit about us. Look at our pictures of our Even beautiful y'all animals. Know, like, everything. I know, like, you've been inside me practically. <laughs> y'all been you've, deeper in my dark. entered into my dark, the depths of my darkness. Y'all want to go deeper, though? <laughs> How deep? That's for our OnlyFans. Oh, sorry. <laughs> DITD OnlyFans. Okay. Yeah, we're going to call it Deep Fans. Deep. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Enter the poll on Spotify and um, check you guys next time. Bye, guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Easter. Bye. Take a picture. I know people that would pay a lot of money for this picture. Okay, I took a few. Let's get the hell out of here, dude. Okay. <sighs> okay, I think we lost it. Okay, let me check to make sure I got the picture. Ew, I got this gator plasmic shit all over me. Okay, I got it. Watch, ching! I'm glad we got out of there. I know, that was dangerous. <laughs> nah, it just smelled like straight up ass in there. I was ready to fucking leave. I think we're gonna need more than hand sanitizer. Should we come back and banish it or something? I mean, 
It hasn't killed anyone, has it? No, not that I'm aware of. Mm, then we should be fine. It's just protecting its territory like any other animal, even though it is a ghost. But it's just following its natural instinct from before, when it was alive, right? I'm assuming. Mm. All right. Um, where to next, then? Um, okay. I'm just throwing this out there. Um, but how about a mini vacation? Perfect. I have an idea. Great. What did you have in mind? Oh, you'll see. <laughs>